Amanda. Hey, Tommy. Hey, welcome back for season two. Season two. I've missed doing this. Have you heard the king is dead? No, no. Oh, I can't believe we're actually doing this. We are back for season two, and we are talking about series finales. And the first one is probably the best one. Probably the most anticipated. The most anticipated. And that's succession. It is. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And can we talk about? Fucking vote for me. Just please vote for me. Shiv, vote for me. No. Yes. No. Shiv, don't do this. No. You can't do this. No. Shiv. no. Absolutely yes. no. not, man. No. Absolutely not. No. Why? No. Why? What? Just. I love you. I really. I love you, but I cannot fucking stomach you. This is fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. You're fucking heartless. What? It's fucking nuts. It doesn't even make any sense. I'm the eldest boy. Can we talk about succession? Finally. Yeah. The big fish, the big kahuna. It's the first show to kick off our month of series finales because there's a bunch of series finales. So many. And they're all happening at once. And then it's funny enough, I found out why. I, I was like curious. I was like, why? When we were planning out our episodes for this podcast to get meta for a second before we actually talk about the show, I was, we were like, oh, well, this ends this date and this date. And then that ends this date. And it turned out like everything, Every almost everything. Every single thing we wanted to talk about, same, same day or yes. at least week. Yeah, and you know why? It's because in order for it to qualify for the Emmys, it has to end before June 1st, which oh explains why they all ended in like the last couple days of, of May. Um, and they, well, they I mean, shoehorned them in. Fuckers. Well, I guess it makes <laughs> sense, but still, yeah. stressful for us. Yeah, and and, and we, we sort of looked at the map of all the different shows finaleing, series finaleing, and because there were some other shows that also just like season finale. Yeah. End of seasons, uh, of course. Yeah. Our our sister podcast at Gotham West Studios in sync just did an episode about Yellow Jackets, which I've never watched. Have you ever watched that show? I watched a couple episodes and I was like, OK, this is good. Yeah. But it was definitely <laughs> something you have to be in the right headspace while you're watching it. Yeah. And I wanted something funny. So I was like, eh, not, yeah. my, not my vibe right now. <laughs> well, based on what I've heard from their podcast, uh, I will say I don't think it's that funny. No. Um, but it's definitely a good show. But yeah, that show just ended just before the end, beginning of June. So here we are, Succession. Um, and you marathoned this, right? Yeah, in like a week. <laughs> a week. You, st you started from the pilot all the way so, through? Yes, because I had seen the pilot once before. Yeah. And it was one of those shows, I know we've talked about this. I'm kind of glad I waited until like the end of the show in its entirety. Yeah. Because... The buildup to me watching this show felt like every, I, every time we talked to each other, hung out, you're like, did you do it yet? Did you start yeah. it? Did you start it? <laughs> and finally, I started it without my fiance, because usually I have to wait for him to watch things. But I was like. It was very easy. I didn't yeah. feel like a task. I'll tell you that I was in it. I will say, and I don't know if you have the same feeling but it's the kind of thing that I can only watch once. Like, I feel like maybe now. After it's over, if, if like I turned the TV on, it was already on. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll just sit through it. I remember this. But it's one of those shows that's like so heavy and weighty and like dense. I shouldn't say dense. That's the, even the wrong word. But like comparing it to another show we're going to talk about on the podcast as 
you know, in the next couple weeks is Barry, which they're like little bite sized episodes. Everything is like pretty condensed. This it's very drawn out, but I will say I know like there's a lot of thought that goes into the cinematography and all that stuff. Like there's way too much stuff for us to cram into here to talk. It's so intense. Yeah. Yeah. This is when you said heavy and dense, I can tell you my mental state while watching the show, as you can tell by my voice, I've been fighting a demon cold walking pneumonia gifted to me by my adorable niece and nephew. But (laughs) it brought me to some dark places and you can't, it's one of those shows when you watch it, you love it. Yeah. But when you binge watch it, (laughs) <laughs> it felt like I was in a constant state of anxiety and like yeah. stress and heartbreak. And like you said, we were texting before this, that last episode. I mean, I know we'll yeah. get to it, but yeah. I just finished it 10 minutes before we recorded yeah. this. And I am just like, <laughs> I need a hug. I feel yeah. like I need a hug. Yeah, I, I had a little bit of time to digest it. I watched it live, which I never watched any of the episodes live. But I was like, I have to watch it live with the rest of the world. Uh, because, and I, the other thing too, is to, to go back a couple episodes, at least Connor's wedding, Connor's wedding when Logan dies. Yeah. Um, yeah. which was funny because to your point, I mean, my wife watched the pilot. She wasn't into it. And I've definitely heard too. There are a lot of people who were like, eh, I tried it. I wasn't into it. It wasn't my thing, which is, you know, fair enough. It's an acquired taste, but I was watching it to make sure I was up to date for the podcast. And my wife was like, oh, I'll watch it. She obviously wasn't up to date with the show at all had never seen anything except for the pilot. And then we go into uh, Connor's wedding and then that happens. I was like, you just witnessed like one of the greatest episodes in television history. Like it was easily, easily. easily. And I felt like that after the season three finale. So when I watched that episode, I was like, well, they just acted their fucking socks off. Yeah. At the end of season three, we get that weird, uh, heel turn i want to call it of like the the kid well the, the, you know uh kendall breaks down the kids are finally friendly enough i think it was the first time it was like oh wow they're actually acting like sibling siblings a little bit and then they go to like take on their dad and they get heel turned by tom which Fucking, came out of nowhere i was just like oh, oh. and i think i think that's where we should start with this is maybe let's yeah. talk about the characters because yeah this is one of those shows, the entire show is the characters and their yeah. development or lack thereof or plummet or whatever it may be. Because I th- and I love other actors when you ask them, oh, if you could be in one show right now, what would it be? And they say succession, like across yeah. the board. Yeah. And I think it's because there is so much room. Every single character just yeah. went to the highest highs and the lowest lows. Yeah. And every actor got to act the shit out of their parts. Oh, that's yeah, why absolutely. I love this show. Yeah. And I will say, too, I mean, it plays out like a like what is it, like a Greek tragedy or something like oh, something. God, that yeah. effect. And and going in and because of that, I almost expected it to be like, all right, they're just going to like take some, you know, old Shakespeare play or something and then just like rename it, modernize. It, and that's going to be what the show is. Right. They didn't do that. I, I I give them a lot of credit because they could have easily copped out and just did something to that extent. It would have been like, oh, you know, Succession's just a modern day retelling of, uh, you know, Ro- Romeo and Juliet. Like, you know, one of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. But at the same time, they kept true to that style of it being like, you know, the way the character like the characters are set up. The kids are princes and, and princesses. Right. Like that's and you have the king and who's going to be crowned the king and. 
it's it's done so well like that and then you combine that with a lot of the uh the great writing the writing was amazing um and I'll get to this deeper in a little bit too but because of the way it was filmed there was also a lot of room for some ad-libbing which uh Jeremy Strong did a lot Kendall did a lot uh and, and, and including just, the finale he was I I can't <laughs> he was I will just say yeah. he was I can't imagine playing that deadpan and from what I've seen yeah. He stayed true to that off camera, right? He went full method. Yeah. And it's really funny too. I just read an interview too that uh Jeremy did with uh Deadline and they brought that up of like uh hey, there was all these comments or whatever that Brian Cox had made or and and I it sounds a lot like well, first off I will say, if you go back and read some of the quotes from Brian Cox, he wasn't as Brian Coxy as I think people expected it to be like mm-hmm. he was just like ah oh, annoyed the shit out of me but a lot of the stuff that I see Brian Cox is quoted in you go back and either watch the interview or or read deeper into the interview and he's not really saying what the clickbaity articles are right he was just like he was sort of like yeah every once in a while like Jeremy's method acting would kind of get on my nerves or piss me off right which yeah, yeah when you're trying to talk to someone and they're like they won't come out of character I can get that there was another thing that uh, Brian Cox had said somewhere else where he had mentioned that um, he was a little bit devastated that they killed off his character so early on in the season. And and he said that like and the inter- in the interview, he sort of explained the way I, I finally read it was as an actor, as someone who's a part of this for so long, suddenly he's like, it's like, all right, we're cutting you short. You're out it's great for the story. It's good for the, for the, oh, for the for story. Sure, yeah. But for him personally, he's like, Oh, I felt like they just like threw me in the trash. Right. Like they just kind of, how did you feel about it? Did you feel like it was too early? No, I mean, I think, I think that's what makes the show great is number one, the fact that they kept it under wraps, right. There were some other things that had come out too, of like when they filmed the, the, uh, uh, funeral scene in New York, Brian Cox still showed up to set, right? To throw people <laughs> off the scent. Yeah. And, but I think to to the point, and, and actually I'll give him credit, right? Brian Cox said it in that interview where he did defend the writing and explaining like the actual, the actual like efforts of killing off his character. He's like, the show is called Succession, right? So if Had it to ends- succeed at some point. Right, exactly. So we have to see that play out and we're not going to see it play out if he doesn't die until the final episode, right? They can't, Logan dies, which kid will get it, roll credits, end of show, because the whole point of the show is the succession. That's the title. That's what the whole drama is about. And uh, and yeah, so I mean, I think A, it was great. I, I can't believe they kept it on the wraps. I'm, I can't believe that never leaked uh, or like no one paid attention to leaks if it was out there. Um, but so well done. And honestly, like, I, yeah, it's it's there's so much credit to be given here. Uh, I think overall, this was like the best season of the show there was, but you have to get into those characters, especially Logan to get there, right? You can't feel the loss of the character. And the other thing I'll mention there too, last thing is season four takes place over the course of like a week, right? Like each episode is almost a day. Like some episodes carry over like a day or two. And so the show had normally like kept progressing really quick in every other season. And you get, then you get to the final season and everything's really slow. And I don't know if they translated that as well to the screen, 
because mm-hmm. you almost like lose it. Like the, you know, when they go to visit Madsen, it's like, I don't know, they, they obviously stay there overnight at least, what, one or two nights, I think. They have to, yeah, for it to make sense. Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, but like another thing that Brian Cox had mentioned there too was the fact that the because the show takes place like that, it's really like he's only been gone for like a week by the time you get to the end. That's so wild. And you know what? Like, it doesn't really make sense either because they're playing the pregnancy and all that kind of stuff. But whatever. They had to do what they had to do because Sarah Snooker plays. Shiv was pregnant. So I didn't realize um, that. Okay. Well, I think she was. Again, I should have fact checked that. But yes, I I thought I read something on the tick. I'll take it. Yeah, sure. We'll start the rumors. Um, But this, I don't know how to describe Kendall's character without saying like, he made me so, I couldn't figure out the whole time. Do I fucking hate this character? Yeah. Do I love this character? Do I want to give this character a hug or do I want to watch him jump off the building? (laughs) Yeah. And I felt like that every goddamn episode. When I thought yeah. I had my mind up, I was like, oh, there it goes. And I can say the same for almost every other yeah, character in this absolutely. show. Yeah. And Kendall felt like the most prominent. I think Kendall, everyone feels that way. Yes. But I also felt like that way with Shiv, with Logan, yeah. with, I mean, even with Tom. I, I feel like we have to talk about Greg. Greg yes. Cousin yeah. Greg is just... <laughs> If I had to pick a favorite character, not yeah. the one I like the most or feel yeah. bad for the most, but it's definitely Greg. He's very cringy. And at the same time, too, have you have you caught all the different like shipping videos with him and Tom everywhere? Oh, my God. I'm incredible. <laughs> and I mean, there's so many there's so much inference about who these characters are based on. And like there's yeah. moments where you can see like an Elon Musk poke with Mr. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he you can feel that, you know, I mean, there's definitely with Connor running for president and just being like the forgotten rich son who just wants, doesn't want to pay his taxes. I mean, hi, hello, (laughs) but, uh, but there's just, you know, there's, I feel like if we were to be of the very wealthy elite, which we are not, uh, I feel like this shit just happens. It feels so insane, but I'm sure this shit happens. Yeah, one side note, and I'm doing it right now. Yeah, or I had done it. To, I, I already changed, but I, I'm gonna, I'll do it again right now as we're, as we're talking. Um, I was there was an article somewhere, and I wish I, I'll, I'll figure out where it is so I can give the credit properly. But uh, they were saying that the new like was it like secret elite or secret like like basically like there's this entire concept of like being secretly rich or like being rich but not too showy about it. And one of the signs of that, and I got to see if I can find the article, is not having a case on your phone. And they showed there was like sh- screenshots from the show of like Madsen walking around with his phone at, with no case on it. And I'm telling like, you right now, that is so freaking funny because my fiance and I, yeah, every time we see people with like a brand new iPhone or no case on it, and I'm like, oh, you know that motherfucker's rich. And when yeah. I was a bartender. <laughs> If some if a business guy sat at my bar Monday through Thursday, I knew they were traveling on business and they sat at the bar with a cell phone with no case on it. I'm like, oh, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting more than 20 percent here. And I'm telling you, it adds up. Uh, and I don't know about you. And I think you had mentioned this to me. Yeah, that that iPhone, that iPhone thing about the bad guys. Yeah, bad guys never have an iPhone. It holds up in this show. I thought you were the one who, you you were the one who told me about that. I mean, oh, I've yes, heard but about we've it before. talked yeah. about it in other shows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think you told me when I told you I hadn't started this. Yeah. You're like, I just wanted to let you know there's a character in the show, Logan. And I noticed 
he does not have an iPhone. <laughs> you know, and it was just so funny yeah. that it really, it, it, you know, holds up. Holds up. It does. Um, We have to, ju- I mean, we have to jump to, uh, we have to talk about the episode, the, the final episode, because there was a few things that I recognized. And I will say it, it, the the show was like, or the episode's like an hour and change, right? It's like almost hour like an half. hour and a half. Yeah. It took me an hour and a half. Yeah. But you can, I mean, once you get to the end, even me going back to like look for clips and things to just to make sure I was like up to date and, you know, did my research. I actually did my research for this episode, which is a rare thing I ever do. I'm so proud of you. Um, But I mean, once you get to the end, you can kind of skip a lot of the beginning, right? I think the main scenes that really matter are the kids gleefully hanging out, which also side note, I want to go to Barbados now. Because that's apparently where they're. Well, their add moms, it to our White Lotus list. Yes. Uh, okay. Perfect. Our vacation, our vacation map. But uh, the the scene of them all being siblings together in the kitchen and licking cheese and making the uh, the the feast like a fit it for a king. It made me cry. I know. Well, you it know made that was me the last so emotional. Scene, that was the last scene they filmed. So at oh, least for can, the cast, that makes sense because it yeah. felt it felt it it felt like the end of something or yeah. like. Maybe because I knew it was the last episode, but it was like, at least this moment happened. Whatever yeah. happens after this, this moment happened because you thought it was going to happen so many more times. Like when yeah, um, when Kendall's telling them about how he killed the waiter, right? Yeah. And he's just breaking down and you see them like no matter what's happening, they fucking hate him in that moment yeah. and they become siblings again. Yeah. I always love I always love yeah. the looks that Shiv and Roman will shoot each other around Kendall where they're just like, what the fuck do I, I don't know what to do? Like just like how do you handle Kendall? Like they're he's another sibling. God, he's like a cracked out Eeyore. <laughs> depressed all the time, always high. But I wanna I wanna to jump ahead a little bit, but connect the dots there. There's that scene in the end when at the end of the episode almost the end of the episode where they're arguing and you know Shiv is changing her mind where she calls him out like you killed a guy and he's like which one like I dissected that moment so much trying to figure out did he block it out has he convinced himself is he literally saying anything and everything to just be like no no no, it's okay just vote for me vote for me because he's having a fucking breakdown yeah yeah, in that moment he's lost it Right. He's completely but, lost it. Yeah. But to that point of like rich and elite and just like disconnected from reality, I was also trying to pick up on like, has he, maybe he does that eventually, but even like when he's like, wait, who, which one, right? The one you like, and, and, and Roman recoils like, which, which one? one? Like, like yeah. Have how many guys? Have you, of them? Yeah. How many of you murdered? Um, I, I seriously, like he blocked that out and has moved on so far from that. That it doesn't even register in his brain anymore. Yeah. And even when faced with it, I think he, um, I don't think he actually blocks it out. I think he is just saying whatever. But in that moment you have, and it's a little dose of reality of like, wait, I killed someone. Oh yeah, you're right. I did. Oh, I mean, no, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. no I, I just lied. I lied about that. It was all a lie. Um, it's yeah. alarm. <laughs> that whole scene, it like made me, I was pressing my fingernails into my palms because yeah. I was like, oh my God. He is, he's lost it. And you like, you've watched him lose it so many times over the episode, but he's so far from reality in that moment. I don't even think he would have said anything. Yeah. He would have literally said or done anything to get that vote from, from Shiv. Yeah. Which do you think, do you think, well, I guess when you were watching the episode, 
were you still you mean 20 minutes ago yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i still was everything were you convinced that she like did you were you con- were you convinced she was going to change her mind or not like were you on the fence I didn't, too okay so part of you just wants them to fucking win come together for once yeah but her heart is broken telling him i don't think you can do it yeah i don't think you can do it yeah and i think him lying to them about killing or him saying he lied to them about killing the kid. Yeah. When we know he did. Yeah. And like, what's he supposed to say after that? But they lose their minds thinking like, yeah. what? Like we. Yeah. It was our most human yeah. moment that we've had with you in years happened yeah. in that moment. And it was a play. Like, are you kidding me? I agreed with her then. Yeah. I was like, he can't do this. Like you want him to have done it. You already, your heart's already broken because Roman's just like. He just had his why not me why couldn't it have been me you just yeah, want to oh, come to that moment and that was to, I like it broke my heart yeah that was hard to watch like yeah. really hard to watch but I didn't until that moment until she said you really can't do it yeah was I like oh she can't fucking vote yes like yeah he's lost it yeah to unpack that which a little was bit weird too. it was a weird moment it was and, and we've seen Shiv flip-flops so many times over everything right including like her support of her brothers i, I and that's that's um, maybe that's like poor yeah, tom yeah. <laughs> um and that i was almost like unsure of like which way he's gonna like it's, it's gonna swing one way or the other but i will say you're right once he reveals or once he once he's like oh, oh yeah that that murder didn't really happen i made it up i made it all up um up until that point roman is also chastising her being like, shift, just let's go vote for him and let's be, let's be over with this. And the moment that he says, oh, yeah, the murder, I just made that up. Roman turns on Kendall. And then it's like, yeah. And then, yeah, he's like, no, fuck you, dude. All right. And that's when uh, he pulls out all the stops and then reveals. And I love the fact that the show didn't lead you on to, like, let you believe things or tell you something forever ago all the little shitty things that come out of like dad said this and dad said that, you know, based on the character he did, right? That he Oh, makes about like Kendall's kids? Kendall's kids, right? Ooh. Like not being part of the bloodline. Um, they had a shitty father who we just, you know, promised them all the company at one point in time. Uh, but to go back, I was reading, again, more quotes and things from the... Uh, from the either uh, Jesse Armstrong, the, the creator and writer uh, or the director of the moment that Shiv's mind changes is a little bit earlier in the office when Kendall puts his feet up on the desk. That's the moment. Whoa. That's the moment where it shifts. And that's Be- fresh in my brain right now, too. So yeah. I can see that moment in my head. Right. And Ooh, I and- just want to rewatch that scene to see if you can read it on her face, because I'm sure you yeah. can and I missed it. Yeah, and that's the thing, because I think, you know, she's reluctantly proceeding, right? I think, you know, it's it, she's always looking for, like, what's in her best interest. All of them want to be CEO from one angle or the other. It's just that Shiv is a little bit more reserved in that aspect, and she'll go along with, you know, what the best angle is in general. Uh, and then you have Kendall, but the moment Kendall puts his feet up on the desk, it, and, uh, and, uh, it, it it proves to her, I'm gonna get cut out. That's it. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm on the chopping block. He's and he's already got yeah. his agenda. Yeah, 
And there's something else too, where when they're doing the call, just before they get to Shiv, they go to Roman and Roman pauses for a moment because he's sort of doing the same thing. He's swallowing it because he's like, it's not going to be me. It's never going to be me. And then he's like, uh, no. And then he, and when he says no, and then Kendall mutters to himself a little bit, but like, you know, or like silently says, uh, that's fucking right. And then it's chilling. It's like chilling. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's all those like little things of anytime any character is prematurely celebrating anything, right? Which you go back to the beginning of the episode and Shiv is at, you know, her mom's place in Barbados with them. And she's like, give it up. We won already. And as soon as she says that, I'm like, they're not, that's not going to happen. It's game over. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of the recipe of the show. Right. I mean, it's a recipe for a lot of shows yeah, and movies course, and stuff in course. general, but like, especially this one, it's like the moment someone pops the champagne and says, yeah, I won without actually winning. See, you it's know, over. you haven't seen Game of Thrones because there's so many <laughs> Game of Thrones, Lannister crossovers, but I'm sure that can be said of many families in these types of shows. But yeah, there there was, um, you know, just as an overarching thing, because we are talking about the last episode, but yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a character on the show I can be like, oh my God, I fucking hated them. Yeah. Or there's not a single character on the show that I'm like, I love them. Even Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Great fucking character. Just yeah. in the world <laughs> of writing on television, fantastic character. Because I'll be honest yeah. with you, Greg is probably what a lot of us would do in that situation, right? Embarrassingly so. Yeah. We've I, never well, been around that kind of money. We've never had that access yeah. to wealth like what the hell would you do like somebody's like hey do you want to make a deal with the devil when he's like yeah. ah, what do i need a soul for yeah and it's just like such a great line but at the same time who's to say i would not do that if somebody was just offering me a five hundred thousand year you know like job <laughs> and you know like you're gonna say yeah. those things you're gonna be that guy and while he is the, one of the cringiest characters ever in yeah. you kind of i'm like if I'm being real, that's yeah. probably me. I'm probably I'm cousin Greg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way Greg, whereas I think everyone else is playing a role and playing a game or playing angles. He's the one who like does it where it's like very obvious he's playing an angle, right? Like and he, he like his says call- it too. He's such yeah. a <laughs> dork. Yeah. I love when Kendall's like, just take your shot, Greg. Just take your shot. Like just, yeah. You know, like, Cut the bullshit. Like, just I say think it. we all forget. Was it the first episode you see him at the the, the park, park smoking weed in his shitty car and then he pukes yeah. out the eyeballs of the <laughs> mascot? Like, we've yeah. all been there, right, Greg? Yeah. Um, going back to, uh, I, I got to say, so Tom, I almost had a, I mean, I had a feeling Tom would be the, you know, this, the succession. He, he would be crowned king at some point. But that was the thing. It's it's almost this like perspective in general on like the world of corporate culture of like, yeah, the guy with his head down just doing being a puppet, that's the guy that wins, right? It's not someone that's the thing. They're all running around, even in even in the scene waiting for the votes or like calling for the votes. Kendall is just like, Yeah, this uh this deal, it's a uh, bullshit. It's a uh, bad bad uh, bad bad deal, right? He's all like He's just spouting like, yeah, shit. I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. And did you catch, I saw this on TikTok. There's a scene. Um, I want to say it's the episode after the wedding. Yeah. Where we find out that Kendall's middle name is Logan. 
Yes. Oh, I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so he I think, like yeah. kind of like, you know, that's almost hinting at the fact that Logan always had intended Kendall to be attached to him in, you know, some yeah. way, maybe be the successor. But yeah, he I don't know. I think going back to the final episode. You kind of know everything you need to know about each character by the time yeah. it wraps up, which I like. Yeah. I mean, which, also, hands up to my girl fucking Jerry. <laughs> Come on. I know. I, I was a little bit disappointed that Jerry just got relegated to like person in background. Down, getting uh, dick know. pics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, no, like like getting her severance package. Yeah, I you know. know. Golden parachute thing. But wait, just go back one second. So I want to make sure I make sure. the point clearly. When, you know, Logan Roy built the company. He's an older guy, right? He just gets to come in like in the beginning of the season when he shows up at the ATN uh, newsroom and just gets up on a stack of, uh, which by the way, gets up on a stack of, uh, on, a, on boxes. That was literally copied from something uh, done at Fox News. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that picture. Anyway, yeah. Um, he could just spout off whatever he wants, right? Because it's his yeah. company. He's been there forever. Uh, he built it from the ground up. Now he gets to sit back and just, you know, call shots. That is how... Uh, Kendall and all of them really have ever seen their dad run the company, right? So Kendall's in the boardroom and instead of pitching anything to the to the board or anything, he's just very pedestrian speak, right? He doesn't have presentations. He doesn't have, he's just like, yeah, uh, the deal's bullshit. Uh, we should vote against it. Uh, yeah, the deal's, and he has almost like nothing to say. All he keeps saying is the deal is bullshit. And I think in that moment, too, it's like, oh, my God, this guy isn't a CEO. He's just some guy who thinks that, like, being a CEO, being a leader is just having ideas and, and yelling at people. If you go back to the Living Plus thing where he's like, yeah, well, make it happen, right? Uh, 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 never say no, whatever his thing is. right? It's just he, his idea of leadership is just telling people what to do and they just execute it. And there's no actual yeah. ideas. In- he's like every tech person yeah <laughs> at these you know like you hear yeah. these horror stories from people in tech startups sometimes where they're like yeah. yeah they get a fuck ton of money they come in they've got buzzwords they yell at them at people and expect yeah. them to be executed and yeah. that's kind of what his character becomes right like the yeah he wants to be one of the tech bros he can't be yeah. one of the tech bros because he's too fucking rich yeah doesn't have the background yeah but also isn't the opposite end like his father i don't know and i i to, to your point, do you think that Logan, I don't know. I feel like I've seen so many conflicting stories about Logan's death and like how that affected them as people. And, and, and did he go off the deep end because of that? Sure. Yeah. Same way that, you know, Roman does. But yeah, just the way that the episode ends up is like the sign of a good show is you finish the episode going, man. I wonder what Logan would think about how it went down. Yeah. And there's always these moments, even when Kendall was at his most most ruthless, where Logan, like when he does that press conference, and then you see Logan kind of smirk. Like there's a yeah. little pride for his son for being such a fucking ruthless yeah. piece of shit. You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Cause that's that's his idea of leadership, right? That's like his Yeah. Thing. Yeah. His, to, to wrap up your fact. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know. I think that's the misguided part is that if they're going to move on or, or, you know, uh, grow as a company or anything, you can't keep doing that. You can't just sit there and call shots and be ruthless and blah, blah. Like that's just old school ways of thinking. And I mean, that's the entire point of the story, I think at the end, but uh, 
and I was going to save this for later because this is very juicy to me, but I'll, I'll mention it I here because like it was something you had said about like the characters over time. There's something that happens in this final episode that a lot of people haven't really mentioned that much or focused on, but I think it's super worth, <laughs> super worth. I'm just making up new words now. Um, I like that one. Super worth. There's the point when they go to their dad's old apartment. Ooh. And so there's a few things that to unravel here and I'll, and I'll save the, the the part that's I think the most important for last. But Connor has Connor is in charge right? because Connor bought the apartment. Uh, you know, him and his wife are basically basically going to live apart. Right. This side a dream of like for her. Gonna, Come on. Yeah. Uh, she's getting what she wants. He's getting what he wants. Um, and, you know, first off, they're like, oh, what happened to the awards? Right. All the metal. And, and he's like, well, I, d- I did that first pass. So that was his. Right. He took that. The k- other kids could care less about it. They're just like, oh, what happened to those things? And then he says it and they just move on because they don't, they don't give a shit. I think the thing that changes about the character and your view of the characters, many of the characters, is watching that video. Because if you go back a couple episodes right in the beginning, right, when they're over in Europe on that trip to go woo Madsen, mm-hmm. right? They're t- he, Connor's calling them, annoying the shit out of them about their dad's funeral and what he's going to, what he's going to wear or like, you know, all these like little intricate things caring about their father. And they're just like, we don't give a shit, Connor, whatever the fuck you want to do. Right. And then in that video, you suddenly see an entirely different family. Connor, you had mentioned it before. Like, he's like, you know, like the, no one, the father doesn't, t- he's just a rich kid. Right. Um, and he's like, I want to go run for president. He's like, yeah, whatever. All right, whatever. Do, do what you want. Yeah. Play with your toys. Yeah, yeah. But in that moment, there's that, uh, there's that thing where, and I, I have the, I have the clip actually I'll play right now, but there's the, this clip of Connor and his dad and a bunch of other people, including, uh, you know, uh, Jerry's in there and everybody else, but of, of being a family. Um, but hang oh. on, let me, let me, I'll play, let me play oh. the clip. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a little teapot. Oh, good. Okay. In the manner of Mr. Logan Roy. Good. Very good. Oh, Let's see. oh my gosh. Oh. Show. I am a little teapot. Fuck off! <laughs> Short and stout. What did you fucking call me? Here's my handle. Here's my fucking spout. When I get steamed up, you can hear me shout. Frank Vernon is a moron. Carl Miller is a kraut. Pops <laughs> <laughs> did not like it. Yeah, see, like, they're just being everything the opposite of what Shiv and Roman and Kendall are Ugh. like as a, as kids together. I know, that's so sad. But what's funny about it is if you go back and you and you pay attention again to some of the some of the things that happen over the course of all the all the seasons, you know, they're in a room and they're all trying to like figure out how to how do we do this? How do we they're all coming up with angles? And it's almost played for laughs in the beginning where Connor's just like, whatever you guys want to do, it's fine with me. Right. Like just uh, I'll vote however you guys want to vote. He's been. Yeah. The right. whole show. He's just like, hey, whatever. And and then there's another scene, too, back at, at the end when the, you know, the three of them are arguing in that in that office where he shouts, I'm the eldest boy. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. But it is kind of set. I will be honest with you. Yeah. I am I am so pathetic sometimes the way that I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, it's so sad. And I do this with everything. It's I get it from my mother. But the whole show, it's like you you can 
blatantly fucking see that Connor is going to be this type of person. Yeah. Because of how forgotten he is. Every single thing. Yeah. It's just a triangle of drama where Connor's on the outside like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, guys, whatever you yeah. want. Anything to make you like me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you have to come to my ranch to fake therapy for the first yeah. time since I've had it in years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, guys, come on over and then let's watch the therapist's teeth get knocked out because he dives into the pool head first. <laughs> it was just so that. sad. I was like, the yeah. first time the poor guy gets to show his life off. Who does yeah. he marry? A call girl that he's yeah. been paying to marry him for, you know, yeah. years and years and years. His whole story is so fucking sad. And every time he gets like an inch of confidence, it's like, I'm the oldest boy. It's like, yeah. you just want to, you just want to like push him off a, of, cliff and be like oh it's for your own good man yeah for your own good he's so pathetically sad and you feel bad for him and i just yeah i mean they cast him perfectly yeah but i will say too when like shiv's reaction to kendall screaming i'm the eldest boy where she's like no you are not no sir yeah like and that's how delusional he is is like even even in the, the within the siblings uh, you know, and obviously, you know, Connor had a different mom and, and, and we finally get a little bit of that story. We get a little bit of story about what happened to his, the his loony cake. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. At the wedding. That was so sad. Yeah. But they're all broken. But that's the thing too, is even there's that moment after at the, at the end of Connor's wedding where he just says, fuck it. And they get married in Jersey city. <laughs> Or Hoboken, whichever wherever it was, um, and he and he's just like content. Like this is my day. I know no one else was there. Everyone else left. You know, it was it was how little care his siblings put into their attire, right? Like Kendall's not even wearing a tie or anything to the he's just open collar, like like he showed up. Yeah, like, and Shiv, who's like insanely fashionable, is just wearing a yeah. black pantsuit. Yeah, yeah. But, and then, but, and even the father who, despite everything else, was never intending on showing up to the wedding. Flying to Sweden to yeah. die. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, Connor got more of a real dad out of the dad than anyone else did. It's very true. And, and. Loved and him blindly. Yeah. Blindly. Yeah. Um, But I, I just, I thought that that scene was so important and uh, because you can now go back and be like, oh shit. There's a whole different dynamic at play. Their completely. relationship is completely different than what I expected. So anyway. So should we talk about the show? And uh, and this is your nerd scene. So I will not uh, pretend to know what it's talking about. Yeah, hit me. But how this was shot. So yeah. it feels mockumentary, documentary. Yes. Like the anxiety of the quick jilts of the camera. Like, I don't know yeah. this stuff. I know you do. But yeah. You feel it in scenes, you know, the yeah. way that it does fast pans to people's expressions or just yeah. parts of people's faces so you can get the expression in the background. Yeah. And I mean, the perfect example for me and how a scene was shot and how brilliant it was. is Adam McKay, right? Adam, well, Adam McKay didn't didn't direct it, but he was the uh, he was the original producer. Original. OK, on it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the scene where they're at the company retreat and they play. Yeah. What is the game where they're throwing the sausages Oh, or on the floor. Yeah. yeah. I am. I'm watching it. And I'm thinking this is so over the top. Like this would yeah. never happen. And then I'm watching it being like, yeah. no, this probably happens. Not yeah. this exact thing, but forms of this situation. Yeah. 
where you have grown ass adults making more money in a year than we could ever think of on the ground in $10,000 suits on their hands and knees, catching sausages people are throwing at them. And (laughs) while grown adults are chanting bore on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember watching that being like, what the fuck? Yeah. But the way that that scene is shot, I felt the anxiety. I felt uncomfortable. And for a second, I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. And I was like, no, how could you think this is funny? Who are you? Well, that's the thing about the way the show is filmed is it is done in a way where it seems like the camera is reacting in real time. And obviously it's not. I mean, that's one of the things that's great about the show to uh, to actually, you know, relate it. Right. The I mentioned in the beginning, there was a lot of ad libbing that would happen on the show. And they're able to do that because they're shooting single camera, but it's film, but it's on a steady cam. So they're doing all these different things that are like, basically, you shouldn't all do at the same time. And I will say uh, one of the things in the finale, the part where Wait, Kendall- was that Adam McKay that called that? Like, I want it shot on film. He went full it, big em- short on it. Yeah, he emulated okay. the style that they did in the big short. Okay. That was that was the goal there. Um, and I have to pull up who this, the direct the cinematographer. Uh, who director of uh, cinematography was, but, um, but I will say, I mean, that's, that's part of it, right? Cause there was that scene at the end of the fi- finale where Kendall then tries going back in the boardroom and like trying to like, Oh, oh we, we, we should, we should like, uh, you know, like, uh, adjourn. Oh. And he's like, it's over. That was, that was, um, improv by, uh, Jeremy by Kendall. And he did that, but they're able to do it and react to it because of the way everything is lit and set up, right? It's not set up like a stage or anything. Like the camera can go wherever it needs to go. In fact, and I didn't even realize it. And I love when this happens. You don't, you don't even realize it. But in the Connor's wedding episode, from when they find out about the dad, there is a full, I forget how long it runs, but it is a single shot for oh, like 20 minutes. when he runs to get Siobhan? Uh, when no, they I, find out and they're around the room and then he runs to right. go get Shiv from the floor. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. It is single shot. Right. And, and I, it's, it's a beautiful, it's beautifully done um, where they can only run it. But the thing is the way it's designed is that, yeah, they, that camera can follow him around the boat and through hallways and everything else. Um, but the way the camera reacts, right. And there's a few scenes and what makes it to dissect it a little bit, what I love about it and what, what makes it work is the camera isn't all the way in, right? It isn't It isn't just like showing two people. It is far back. There's like out of focus shoulders that it's shooting over, right? Because it, it's almost like you're listening into conversations. You're not there. Mm, you're, yeah. you're, a, you're a viewer. But the camera also reacts sometimes when like someone says something shocking or all of a sudden like this, that scene, like the bore in the floor scene, it's chaotic. It's like, what the fuck oh is happening? Oh my God, the anxiety through the roof. And, and the I camera's got- moving that way. It's moving that way. It's moving so quickly. And the anxiety of that scene happened to me, not by the people in the forefront, the people in the background. Yeah. You're looking at their faces and they're all quickly looking at each other like, yeah, what the fuck is happening? None of us can speak up because we will get murdered here. Yeah. (laughs) Like our dicks are on the chopping block. He's got the mallet. We're going down. Shut up. But like, are you going to stop this? I'm not going to stop this. Who's going to stop this? And it's. I don't know. It, it To me, that's one of the craziest scenes I've ever seen shot yeah. and like the anxiety, everything, the way it built up. But that makes sense the way you explained it. It is very. Yeah. Uh, it feels like you're there the whole time. Yeah. 
And that's the thing is like there is the you know, they don't never use lockdown camera kind of shots. They typically use like the steady cam and even even in the funeral episode, right? Like the reaction to what like what's being said and then the the scene where Roman breaks down, which is uh, you know, Kieran Culkin, I wanna just I love him to death, right? Like just supposed wanna... to play Greg, originally cast as Greg. Really? Yes. <laughs> which um, no way. He's no. like the best. If you watch Game of Thrones, everyone knows what I'm talking about. He's he's got Joffrey vibes, but like redeeming Joffrey vibes. Yeah. And best spoiled brat ever played on television. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Like at the end of the show, I'm like, oh, my poor little baby Roman. What? He's such a fucktard through the whole show. Yeah. But he's unauthentically or he's unapologetically authentic the whole show we glazed over it but i will say there's that scene and i and i finally got some closure on like what the intent there was too where you had mentioned it before when he's in the office he's like why couldn't it be me why can't it oh be my me God. and there's that moment where kendall hugs him but then because i was like what is actually happening right he's obviously hurting him but like what's the intention and it is this weird embrace where he's trying to console him but then like obviously hurting Roman, he's hurting him. He's ripping the stitches. That's what he's yeah. doing. And, and I, I, and I, I'm still a little bit unclear too of like, you know, the intent, because obviously Roman, Roman gets himself hurt. I say gets himself hurt. I was going to say, himself. because I kind of, I thought I felt it in that moment. I thought I figured yeah. it out. It's like, he knows that Roman seeks solace and pain. Like he yes. gets off to pain, humiliation, physical yes. pain. Mm-hmm. emotional pain and in that moment i think that kendall's gift to him is i'm gonna rip your stitches wide open because pain makes you feel yeah. a release of all this emotion and yeah. then you feel comfort yeah and, is that and how you felt it okay exactly yeah I mean, you're 100 right i mean that was the whole thing too of like him going into the crowd right in at the, mm-hmm. end of the funeral episode to get himself hurt all of that is in uh all of that is a move to just like relieve himself of pain with physical pain yeah like that's it and so doesn't he say like in the stitches scene it popped or something like that he's like it popped and then you just see him like oh you know i can let go yeah um and and that's the thing too because he's he's looking in the mirror looking at his stitches right and then he gets that hug and it's all because he's feeling pain he's he has this you know weird thing with jerry that he's that you know she's there but like you know yeah, I mean, even that whole thing, his relationship with Jerry also is a whole other thing to unpack that I don't even know where the fuck to start there. Oh, um, Jerry. Yeah, I love Jerry. Would you she call was him great. a slime pig? Uh, yeah, I think that, I think, <laughs> in fact, I want to say uh, our, uh, one of our teaser Instagram oh, posts for this episode. That. That's yeah. so funny. Yes. Um, That's so but, good. But I will say, too, that also really funny, uh, something we didn't get, and I read about this, it was a, it was a deleted scene. When a couple episodes, yeah, this is going to blow your mind a little bit, maybe. Um, so we go back a couple episodes, the episode where they go up to see Madsen in the uh, top of the mountain, right? They all fly out there. Did you note at the end of the episode where they're talking about who might be on the kill list and Jerry's name was not on the kill list? Not at all. No. Do you remember that? Okay. So there was like yeah. only like two people saved uh, that were like not going to be fired by if Madsen took over. And that was um, the PR person. I forget her name. Uh, who Tom calls out for at the end of the episode, which was great. Uh, and like just disregards Fisher Stevens, like, yeah, 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 where is, where's, where's okay, what's her name? You're good. Um, 
and and Jerry. And it's like, well, why Jerry? It was never really explained. Apparently, there is a deleted scene somewhere that they're all schwitzing in like a sauna somewhere. And every, all the all the dudes are out with you know, like sausage hanging from, you know, just like full nudity. And then Jerry just walks in fully nude and joins them. As My like girl. A, yeah. As like a fuck it. I'm, I can keep up. You know, I'm, I'm one of one, you know, one of them. And what I guess that power move. Exactly. And it earned er, like earned her enough respect to be like, well, fuck, we're not going to let her go. Like, yeah, she's shit. She can carry I her wonder own shit. I deleted. I don't know why. Um, but and I will note, obviously, the show, there's been no nudity in the entire series. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, there, yeah, there's a deleted scene somewhere of Jerry, yeah. you know, tits out, just, you know, showing that she can. Okay. Keep up with go for Jerry, my guys. Girl. Yeah, but that's the reason why she doesn't end up on the kill list is because she made a move to just show like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna go hide in my cave, whatever. I love so, that. I loved her. She yeah. was great. The actress that played yeah. her was great. And when I was looking up, like, you know, that a lot of times with a lot of these shows, where it's like so and so auditioned to play so and so, like on yeah. Ted Lasso, which we will be getting yeah. to, folks. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Jeremy Strong auditioned for Roman. And okay. played by Kieran Culkin, who we yeah. now know was supposed to be Greg. Yeah. Which is hilarious. That's who he auditioned for. Yeah. And um, I also saw another thing that was like kind of, you know, a little meta is that they did their first read through mm -hmm. the show ever on Election Day 2016, yep. which is yeah, yeah. so crazy because yeah. Connor ends up being the the Donald Trump alike. Yeah. I, yeah, I read that too, but like that was the first day. And that was another thing that carried through is, you know, the show was already going through the motions of being like, a, okay, pretend this is like a Fox News-ish organization. And it's sort of like the Murdochs, right? But not the Murdochs. Yeah. And then, and then everything that happened, right? Like even like, you know, Disney buying Fox and all these other things yeah. happened throughout the entire show. I didn't realize until I saw Jeremy Strong say it in an interview, it had been seven years. I mean, obviously there's like some separation because, you know, there's, you know, between seasons and then COVID was in there somewhere too. Yeah. And it, it was seven years he played that character. Method, by the way. Um, That's so, so crazy. And I've seen that like... um uh, Brian Cox met, met with um, Elizabeth Murdoch's wife or husband. Yeah. Elizabeth Murdoch was like, it's too hard to watch the show. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure it would be hard to watch the show, Ms. Murdoch. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> ooh, uh, yeah. we can't talk about this without talking about Kendall's rap. Oh, my God. That felt well, like a fucking fever dream. I will say, let me just say this, too. And the cast didn't see it before that moment. <laughs> Which makes it so good because if you watch Shiv and Tom Wags Wagsabuth, whatever his yeah. name is, I I don't know. Yeah, what's Wag the actor's Wag name? I, I can oh, never I remember his name. I don't know, but he's but great. I love him. When you watch them in that moment, the sheer glee and happiness on their yeah. face, like you can tell they did not know this was coming. She is beside herself. She's like clutching her pearls, dying yeah. laughing because it is so like I was like, yeah. do I, I get secondhand embarrassment watching yeah. things sometimes and I felt like my face was hot. I felt yeah. embarrassed. I was like, I can't turn away. What's happening? I, I, I have to. I have to like turn off curb your enthusiasm sometime because I'm just like I can't. I can't. I can't handle. I get the embarrassed. Um, but I will say too. I mean, the character that the same guy is the same guy that in episode one, and I think it completely nails it. 
is, and I think it's the first scene, is he is rapping to the Beastie Boys. In the back of the car. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn Bronx. And, yeah. and the thing is, he's doing it, and I love how it cuts away from the audio, so it's just him in the back seat, just, you know, mm-hmm. acapella. And and it just, it sets up who the character is, is that he is uh, completely oblivious to who he actually is and how okay. he comes off. He thinks he comes off like this savant, cool, like even his birthday party, his birthday party is just so cringe. Everything about it is just so cringy. Those poor babies, his poor children, that scene, I was like, oh my God, they just want to see their daddy. I know. And that's the thing about the show. And I, I love how the show doesn't try to... And that's what I loved about that scene that I was talking about a a little while ago, uh, you know, of like the video of Connor and his dad and everybody else is because, you know, they're, it doesn't knock you over the head with like a, here's what they're, he's, he's a bad dad. This is what he's doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You see it from his perspective and you never see it from their perspective. And I love that so much because it's like, oh, this guy is such a piece of shit. He has no clue he's a piece of shit. Such they a all guy. are, yeah, right? Everyone's they, a piece of shit. Yeah. Everyone on the show. Yeah. Even but, Greg. Sorry, Greg, but you yeah. out. But even like you, like, and it's Kiernan Culkin that, you know, because Kiernan Culkin has played the same character in like everything. And I love the guy. And I hope he gets some like, but like he, the, Roman is the same kid from Igby Goes Down, which is the same guy <laughs> from Scott Pilgrim. Like it's the same character, just a snarky, asshole who just like keeps going. And that's the other thing too, because I saw a lot of people talking about uh, the final scene with him at the bar, getting like the martini or whatever. Oh yeah. 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 Was it a martini by the way? Cause I know, yeah, yeah. You, you can call me out of whether I got the, the it was a martini. Wrong. He didn't have a garnish then though, but yes, and, it was a martini. And as it gets poured, he just smirks and he smiles and he's happy. And, and I saw somewhere from like with like one of the creators or the director or someone being like, he is back exactly where he was from episode one of season one, which is like, he's just, he's off on his life. He's fine. Right. He, he yeah, rode this roller coaster and he was like, it was, he didn't get anything out of it. He had enjoyed the journey. He's out the other side and he's free. You can go back to being the, the Roman from before episode uh, one, season one. Him. Uh, Shiv now, is stuck in a marriage. But, but and, and, and Shiv, I was just going to yeah. say, now we have to talk about poor Shiv. Yeah. And, and I'm always rooting for the female characters to come out on top as badasses. Yeah. And she did her goddamn damnedest this whole show. Yeah. But there is a definite. I mean, she truly loved her father and that the yeah. whole what is that season three? Two and three where she truly thought it was going to be her. She was promised. It was a season two yeah. where he promised. Yeah, that, that's right. I remember. You know, they that. were in the Hamptons yeah. and he was like, it's going to be you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is where she comes alive. And like, I've seen some TikToks and I couldn't get enough information on it to confirm, but each of their names indicated what they would do and who they would be in the show. I kept saying, and I was, I was like, like, okay, okay. Shiv. Shiv is going <laughs> to shank someone in prison. Which but she did. She, she shipped sure him in did. the end. She absolutely did. Oh, God. But Tom, it's like, yeah. if you talk about Shiv, you can't talk about, not talk about Tom. Like, yeah. she was the top dog in the marriage, right? Like, she was yeah. on top. She called the shots, the whole relationship. And right. when they're planning their wedding, you can just see he's like, she's like, 
whatever you want, honey. You want me to do this? I'll do this for you. You want this? I'll do this for you. But yeah, there's moments mm-hmm. as the season four goes on where at some point, if she's going to stay with Tom and have this baby, yeah, she's taking the back seat to him. And you just like that scene, the very last scene of them sitting in the car. Yeah. He texts her. I've got a car coming in 20 minutes. Yep. Meet you outside. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't falter. She gets in the car. Mm-hmm. She knows she's got about to be in a loveless marriage with, yeah. with him for the rest of her life because mm-hmm. that's her status and her money now. Yep. Yep. And he just puts his hand out and like you yeah. just know like, oh, there it is, girl. You Were lost you- that upper hand. Were you also waiting for the hand to like close for that to embrace? Because that's what I was like. The fact that it didn't, you almost instinctively are like waiting for him to embrace her hand and he doesn't. For sure. They just, he doesn't. And it's, I, yeah. I feel like it's a power move where he's yes. like, no, no, um, I don't have to love you because you gave me a name and position anymore. It's the other way around. Yeah. And that was the thing too, is like from the first episode, you know, remember from the pilot, he, Tom is like, I want to get your dad something nice. Right. Something oh, that like, watch. You know, the watch, which they give, they just toss at that family give to the for poor being little a piece of family. shit. But I will, and but from that moment, you're right, right? I think she, she is okay with him because he's nothing, right? He's just like, yeah, yeah you're just milk toast, right? You're just, you're, mm-hmm. you're whatever, right? I'm going to bang the, this I, guy yeah. that I used to date, yeah. And it's not until... You know, and and then she recoils when he stands up to her and goes around her with the dad. Mm -hmm. And that's when she throws a tantrum. But the entire season of like her lashing out at him, like Shiv has daddy issues. Absolutely. And her whole relationship Uh with Tom is is keyed on that because, you know, there's been a lot of talk too about like, well, why did Shiv change her mind? Right. Like even if, you know, is it in her best interest to like have Tom win? But like. Is it that she saw she had an out still, right? That she can still, if if Kendall took the company, she's completely cut out. Whereas if Tom takes the company or like, you know, Gojo buys the company and Tom's the CEO, Lee, she still has an angle there and she's not fully cut out and she's involved. Yeah, and I, so, I, I think I think before we were kind of painting her as the loving sister who just knew her brother couldn't do it and he would implode, but... Yeah. I think we do have to remember Shiv is the character. Like you just said, she's she's OK either way. Right. The yeah. father of her egos. child is now the CEO of the company. She's right. fine. And they all have egos. Right. I think that's the other thing, yeah. too, is I don't whether or not she had something lined up or had an angle. I think she just saw, you know, Kendall put his feet up on the desk and is like, I'm fuck this guy. I don't want to yeah. like I deserve this more than he does. And I'm not going to I'm not going to give the green light to him doing that but and i know this has been beaten to death everywhere else but i feel like maybe there's a few people who hadn't heard it and maybe those one of those people is you did do you know the story behind the very hard to pronounce tom's last name no wamsgan the wamsgans i can't wamsgans um so uh mlb history fun fact is there was a baseball player uh, with the same name. It's a very odd name. It's like, where the hell did that name come from? Wams Gans? Uh, Gans? Wabs Gans? Wams Gans? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, uh, yeah, anyway, long story short was this player, uh, Bill Wabs Gans, the same as Tom, I can't do it, um, 
just Bill regular. Tom? What's that? Not Bill Tom. Tom. We'll just call him Bill, Bill Tom. Bill yeah. Tom. Yeah, Bill Tom. Bill Tom. I, I love his voice, by the way. Um, it was game five of the 1920 World Series. He pulled off an unassisted triple play. What in the fuck? Yeah. This is great trivia. Yeah. So. Oh. Wabs, 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 whatever is, I can't pronounce it. Um, Tom Bill. Yeah. Took out three players all by himself in a single play. Oh. Okay. Well, shit. Yeah. See, the names do mean something, people. Yeah. Because I know the name Logan means uh, king. What does Roman mean? That's the only one I can't figure out. Because his name's not Roman. It's Romulus. Okay. What does Romulus mean then? Romulus. We're going to look this up, folks. (laughs) We're going to find out. Obviously, Shiv, we already know what Shiv means. Yeah. Um, She stabbed him. Okay. So he's the baby of the family. He's immature. Oh, God. This description. He's an immature imp. (laughs) That's a little hard. It's a little hard. I Um, mean, it's not incorrect, though. No. Oh, okay. So this is he's reminiscent of Octavian, Julius Caesar's adopted son, who Caesar named a successor when he was only 18, dating back to the millennial empire. Okay, so that makes sense. Romulus, Rome. But yeah, yeah. Rome has fallen. That's what I kept waiting Rome for. Like, fall. Oh, poor. Yeah. Oh, that scene was so sad. I know. Uh, but I mean, hey, uh, the other thing, to, the other thing to uh, the final scene, which we can start wrapping stuff up. Uh, there was another. I feel like I could talk to this for six months. <laughs> there was another scene that was improv that didn't make a cut uh, in the final episode. Uh Jeremy Strong was actually the one who was like, I think, I think my character would just kill himself. I think my character would I just kill himself. I thought he was going to. Everyone thought that. And, yeah. and if, if anything, too, I would have been okay with seeing Kendall try and fail at mm-hmm. killing himself. Mm-hmm. And and not even fail like across instead of up the arm kind of thing. That's way too specific. Sorry. But uh, I know what you meant. Uh more like a, in a vegetative state because you shot yourself in the head and didn't die situation. Yeah. No, okay. not even that. I, I think the thing is, he's not, he's not a, he's not a strong-willed person, right? He wants this. He's not a hard worker. He Like, he's not, like, there's no, like, there's nothing about him that I feel like, even if he was like, I'm going to kill myself, he would, like, chicken out. Now, chicken, I mean, that's a weird way of saying it, right? But I think you understand yeah, what I'm see, trying to get no, at. I mean, all of this feels very insensitive when you're saying yeah. it, but it I'm comes about TV from a place character. of, yes, but, like, yeah. No, I agree yeah. with you. He, yeah. when it comes down to anything, he yeah. cannot pull the trigger metaphorically yeah. and literally. Yeah. And um, again, not to be insensitive, but it's just he. That is who he is. That is right. the. That's his whole genesis. Is he's yeah all talk execution mm-hmm. trash, and yeah. he tries. It's not for lack of effort. He just can't get there. Finish yeah. lines are not his his shtick. Yeah, and and I will say too. So the uh, waystar is based in uh, One World Trade Center, uh, which is mm-hmm. here in New York. Um, and funny enough, uh, I think it was the director of the show said he even like went for a walk. He lives in Brooklyn. Or it might have been the it might have been uh, um, the the creator, but he went for a walk from there to try to like where would where would Kendall go? I guess going back to like the first season, there was an episode where uh, Logan was like taking a walk through Central Park. He's like, all right, maybe maybe mm-hmm. we can go back there. But he was like, that doesn't make any sense because geologic, <laughs> geologically, like he's it's too far. 
And so he- Really firewall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so- That's your he, half, half your day. Yeah. And so anyway, he did it. He did the walk himself and figured it'd be more likely that Kendo would leave the building and then walk to Battery Park, which is where, where the final which scene is. Right is. There, yeah. Um, where there was a separate scene. They filmed it on like the coldest day of the year. It was a crazy scene. But uh, there's a there's a take that uh, Jeremy Strong did where he went over towards the water and hopped the railing like he was going to jump oh, in. Oh, shit. Okay. And instinctively, ad-libbing with him, the guy who plays the security guard or the the bodyguard uh, went over and stopped him and, pull, and like, you know, to, to stop him from jumping. Um, I don't think Jeremy Strong was going to do it, but, like, just that ambiguity of, like, is he going to try to kill himself? Because you're, you're, even when it cuts to black, you're kind of like wondering like, oh, what's he going to do? Um, yeah. Like, is he going to end it all or like, yeah. And, and that was the thing too, is like, I, I did read something too, where one of the creators or, or someone from the show said, uh, actually it might've been Jeremy. Strong himself. He's lost a lot before, right? We never, we never, almost never see Kendall win. That said, there is something about this one. He lost his siblings. He lost his dad. He lost the company. He lost his kids. He lost his ex-wife. Like he lost everything. Everything. He's got nothing. nothing. He has exactly. He has nothing to go back to. It is long gone and over for him. And so that's where it's like this guy has nothing left. And Jeremy Strong was like he like he would kill himself. Like that would be it. Game over. Um, We don't actually see that, but clearly that's what people had in their heads. And um, I did too. Everyone was convinced someone's gonna die. Right, because I mean, it, it again. It's it's well, very much comes off like a Greek tragedy. Yeah, you You're feel it. Someone. You feel it. Yeah, I saw somewhere that um, the poster for season four. Yeah. Oh, the posters is like full of Easter eggs, and like I was like, okay, I saw the poster, yeah. paid no attention yeah. to it, and then I looked before we got on. I was like, okay, now that I've seen it, it's wrapped up, and I look yeah. at it. And I implore people who have seen the show, pull it up and look at it because the direction in which everybody is staring and what they are staring at tells yeah. you where they end up in the show. And it's fucking wild. All right. Well, and I'm so well yeah. shot. Okay. What, pull it up. You gotta give, yeah. I'm looking at it. But you want, I'll take me through it. Well, I mean, if you look at, you look at Tom. Yeah. He's looking at Kendall. He has to go through Kendall to get Logan's job, which he does. Okay. Roman only thinks he has to get through Kendall. He's not going through anybody. Right. But Shiv knows that Kendall's out because he's a fucking wreck in the beginning of season four before they kind of start this plan. Goes through Ken- goes through Roman. She thinks maybe he has a shot. Nope. But it ends up no. obviously to get Kendall's job. And then look at poor our little poor baby Greg <laughs> all the way in the background. Hey. He's just looking for anything. Yeah. Like anywhere yeah. to get to the foreground. How can I get there? And then poor Connor, he's just probably more concerned about his poor dad. He does not care about being in the foreground. But like there's so many more Easter eggs that I saw about Mm -hmm. like the clothes they're wearing, what they're holding, how they're looking, their hands in the pockets, blah, blah, blah. But that was the one I saw explained on the tick and the talk. (laughs) And I'm sure there's more that I'm missing. But also. I think that. If I were to rewatch a show, because we miss a lot and. Mm -hmm. We miss a lot because so much happens in the foreground. You forget what's yeah. happening in the background. And when you said, I don't think I could watch it again, I was like, oh, I definitely could until I finished yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I can. Yeah. I really don't think I can. And I will. Yeah. I know I yeah. will. But 
in you know how we we, we will talk about this with um barry which we have coming up next mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it with ted lasso yeah Ugh, ted lasso but I don't know if this is the end for the story. I saw somewhere that this may not be the final chapter. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. Is that wishful thinking? Like, where where are you seeing? Where are you seeing? So Jesse Armstrong said he mm. kept the door open to creating a spinoff. Oh, for and the for. main characters could be uh, cousin Greg. Mm-hmm. Could be a cousin Greg show. Oh, I, I say Tom and Greg. Tom and Greg yeah. and their adventures. The disgusting brothers disgusting, go off on their adventures. Yeah. yeah, and so I've seen that. That is. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And if if it does happen, I don't think it would be as off putting as if a Ted Lasso spinoff happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, God. We're going to get into that in that episode. But and we will. I know. Well, we I will, will say there's another. There, I mean, any show, there's all the cliche, cliche ways you can end a, a, a show. Um, One of them is flash forwards. Right. Um, we kind of, so you can kind of see new what girl happened status to the characters. where you see like 10 years in the future with bad wigs yeah. and kids running around. Yeah. Well, and we're going to get to the show too, but like, I think Marvel's Mrs. Maisel has been doing that for their final season too. Yeah. They, like for doing an sure. episode and then flash forward at the end. Um, I think there's also part of us that wanted to see like, where do these characters end up in a couple of years or what's the, what's the fallout from this? Did, did Gojo screw everything up? Right. Did Madsen not know how to, take care of the company and did everything just falter and, and fall apart? Where does Shiv go? Right. Cause Shiv was adamant about, you know, she was the most politically minded of everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, until, and, until we find out that, you know, uh, um, Roman is essentially one step away from being a, a you know, one of the proud boys. Uh, Shiv is the one who is like, basically wants to like turn Fox news into MSNBC. And that mm-hmm. was part of that. That's the, the structure in the beginning of the season which is also funny too because that entire thing just felt like it disappeared like we just stopped like talking the whole about atn it. fox news parallel and all that yeah. kind of stuff i was like what where well, does that like end up putting out when they're putting out offers and everything before to like the, yeah. the other all, the other network and then the dad dies and we almost like forgot about that but anyway regardless um I just yeah i i mean there's part of me that wants to know what happened after um but I guess I don't know. We'll we'll see. I feel like out of all the different shows yeah. that have series finaled, um, this is probably the one. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this reluctantly. Aside from Barry, I will say this is the second least probable show that I would expect there to become some kind of spinoff. Okay. I okay. Think, I think that's a now, fair. Yeah. I did not get to watch the Barry. Yeah, finale yet, I won't, which I'll won't probably do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard nothing but incredible things about it, and I'm so excited yeah. because I truly fucking love that show. I yeah. love it. Completely opposite of this. While the the subject is dark, <laughs> it is very digestible. Yeah. Um, yeah. to kind of wrap up my thoughts on this and and all of the loveliness that it is is yeah. I feel like I've seen this show before in different iterations, right? Like I yeah. like I said with Game of Thrones or. Yes, as a Shakespeare nerd, you do find a lot of these complexes, especially the Oedipus complex and all this yeah. kind of stuff. You you have it, but the acting in this show, the uh, the energy, the way it made me feel, just as a viewer, if you can feel, and like you said, I think it's uh, more to how it was shot, but if yeah. you can feel 
the way that I felt after every episode of a show, like it alters, go into it happy, yeah. fun, you know? Yeah. Oh, today's going to be a great day. And by the end of it, existential yeah. dread, this country's in the shithole, everything <laughs> is awful, you know? Um, that's a damn good piece of fucking television. Yeah. And, yeah. and how successful is this as far as HBO shows go? Is this Sopranos level? Oh my god, yeah, but out of the water, I think I think okay. I saw it. I'm gonna try to get it right because uh I can do this in real time. I wanna say that I thought that's the what you were just looking finale, up too. Yeah. <laughs> uh two point nine million people tuned in for the finale. Oh and what's shit. crazy about that is that it's not is even streaming numbers after. Correct. Right. Yeah, oh that is Oh my god. That is live, which is we've been so far away from that for such a long time and think about who, people who don't have HBO and stuff anymore. Um, but anyway, long story short, uh, yeah, it did really well. And well, I'd say, yeah. But I'm excited to talk to you about some other shows, which we'll, we'll do in the in the next couple episodes. And um, we missed you guys. I can't believe yeah. it's been what three weeks since we recorded. It's been a while. Um, we've seen each other a little bit here and there, but like we uh, have. But we've been planning a lot. Season two. We're excited. Yes, and I. Yeah. And it was. It did, definitely felt weird, not recording. But now there's also the stress of like, holy shit, we have so many things to talk about because of all of these shows. I know. Not just ending their seasons, but ending their series. Yeah. Are you all caught up on Barry? I am fully caught up. Uh, so I, I'm very excited to talk to you about that. That's, okay. that's going to be I the can't next wait. one. All right. That'll, that'll probably so. be in the next two days. Yeah. But so. um, we're excited for season two. We have some some really fun stuff planned for you. And yeah. And I think we left you off with my non-Star Wars knowledge. So <laughs> we're gonna catch up on Star Wars. We have a lot we're of gonna stuff. Catch we up. To, we're gonna catch we have, up. We have a whole summer. We're not going away. And, we're not uh, going. But thanks, thanks again for all the support for season one. It was a lot of fun. This was definitely not intended to make Tom hang out with me this much. No. But <laughs> this is where we it. are, people. We're here. We're here to stay. At least we are. Now. So cool. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. I'm the youngest boy!